Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch. Brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. We are back after our August recess. We are here for what is going to be an intense couple of weeks and months. And just for your knowledge, there are 427 days until the 2022 midterm. All right, let's get into the mix, Jake. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the moderates are making noise again on the salt cap. Number two, how the Biden administration wants you to view reconciliation. And number three, we've got some new Republican polling out first. Jake, let's get into it here. The moderates and the salt cap, are they really going to make a final stand on this? Yeah, so, well, first of all, we're back. I've, we've got a lot of tweets and nice comments about us um, uh, not having a, a, a podcast, I guess, together in the last, God, like, month, it feels like. So, so we are back. Uh um, yeah, so interesting. This is an interesting topic. Uh, we interviewed Tom Swazi, uh, Brez did, John Bresnan did, uh, about SALT and about the, um, uh, the state and local income, the state and local tax deduction, which Republicans wiped out as part of their 2017 uh, uh, tax bill. Um, Swazi basically is saying, not basically, he is saying that he wants it back or else he's not voting for the reconciliation bill. Um, so, uh, you know, another another warning, another threat from a moderate um, uh, right now that uh, restoring that deduction is it, it is in the legislation. It is uh, assumed in the budget legislation, but it's not but it's not certain because they have to cut down costs. And this is a big cost. But Anna, you know what I think about moderates. They are a bu- <laughs> they are a bunch of wimps. Uh, I'm not calling Mr. Suwazi a wimp, um, but, you know, uh, it's difficult to maintain and to 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 keep these threats up. Yeah, I mean, certainly, I, I think, particularly after their last loss uh, at the end of the month in terms of the standoff over trying to force uh, the speaker to hold a vote on the infrastructure package before moving on to this, that obviously failed pretty uh, famously. But I think the other thing to watch here is, you know, this is just another example of the real division to me in the Democratic Party, where you have these moderates that are kind of holding firm on salt and and issue something, you know, that they've been really focused focused on for quite a while uh, that really goes into, you know, a lot of their voters uh, back pockets. But you already have AOC, Bernie Sanders and other people saying this is just a giveaway to the rich, a gift to billionaires. That messaging is really difficult for Democrats when they're trying to be this party of, you know, the working person, particularly going into 2022. Yeah. And and I just think remember here, um, and we re- we remind people of this a lot, but there is um, there are no votes for Democrats to work with here, uh, like literally zero. They have a, a four seat majority or so in the in the uh, House of Representatives, a zero seat majority in the Senate. So they need, as the New York Times uh, indicates on its front page today, they need nearly every vote they have in Congress to get this through. And that's why people have to listen to Swazi. I mean, I, I said this on TV yesterday, Anna, and I think it's I think it's true. Like, we could usually brush off some lawmakers uh, who have ideas because they in 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 other Congresses because Pelosi or whoever the speaker is had a has a a cushion. They don't have any cushion here, so everybody is important. Something we are going to be watching in the coming days and weeks ahead. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning: how the Biden administration wants you to view reconciliation. Jake, let's just set the stage here. It has been a bruising past month for this administration. 
the debacle of pulling out of Afghanistan, the jobs numbers coming out really much lower than a lot of people had expected, uh, what's happening out in Texas when it comes to abortion rights and then across the country with voting rights. I mean, they're coming into a really critical legislative climate here with some bruises. Yeah, um, uh, they are. And and I think that... um generally speaking here, they have, um, I, I think Democrats, frankly, in the House <laughs> are concerned. I mean, I've spoken to Democrats who are concerned about uh, the, about the president's political standing and how it will um, how it will impact them, how it will impact um, uh, the battle for the House of Representatives. And and remember, they, they're coming in and they're dealing with a bunch of really uh, uh, weighty issues. There's the aspirational legislating in, in the uh, $3.5 trillion uh, infra- uh, reconciliation package and infrastructure bill, which is still not passed. Um, and then on the other hand, there's government funding and the debt ceiling, two things that are extraordinarily uh, important and are deadline driven, which they'll have about 10 days to uh, 10 days to um, uh, do once they come back into session. All right. And let's move on to this number three story of the morning. We have some polling out from the American Action Network, a GOP outside group that focuses on the House. Uh, And this kind of ties into what we were just talking about with Biden. And they're finding that Biden's numbers have gone down. Yep. Um, remember, this is a Republican-leaning poll. This is a poll from a Republican group, so take it for what it is. Um, but important to um, important to, to recognize that, it, according to their polling, Biden is getting hurt pretty badly in swing districts across the country uh, 427 days before the midterms. They polled Josh Harder, Stephanie Murphy, Cynthia Axney, Haley Stevens, Elaine Luria, and Kim Trier's districts. Um, so a broad cross-section, both geographically and um, uh regionally and partisan wise, but these are competitive districts that they see are in, they think are in play in 2022. And uh, Biden's uh, uh, net approval rating in Slotkin's district is he's underwater by uh, 12 points. That's Ooh, not great. Not, not a good, not a good way to go into September. And remember, midterm elections are a referendum on the president. I mean, that's the simple, that's the, the long and short of it. And um, uh, I think these, this, this polling memo, I think some people might brush it off, but it's data and it's it's Republican leaning data, but it's data and it's data that a lot of people are going to be interested in. All right. Before we let everybody go, because we have been off and we are going into what is going to be a very critical couple of weeks. Can you just lay out for uh, our listeners uh, what's going to happen? Because there's a lot happening behind the scenes this week, but it is going to go into the next couple of weeks of some really critical uh, things in terms of the actual timing and success of Joe Biden's uh, you know, legacy here and what he's looking to do before the end of the year. Well, we were off yesterday. We kind of laid this out in our newsletter yesterday, but it worth doing again because this is what's going to drive everything in Washington over the next couple of weeks. Uh, the House is not in session this week, but committees are going over, are marking up the reconciliation package. Ways and Means is kind of the center for attention, I would say, over the next couple of days. 
um, and they are considering paid leave and considering a bunch of priorities such as that. Um, and then the, the Senate comes into session next week. House is still out. They will begin wrestling on their end with uh, uh, government funding, presumably, I would hope so, at least. Uh, House comes back the, fi- the, 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 the following week, which is September 20th. Um, uh, my son's birthday is September 22nd, so that's a big week in, in my house. Sherman, but, Sherman, Sherman world's going to be big time there. At that point, they have like 10 days to get government funding passed before the government shuts down. So I'm not entirely sure um, how they're going to get it done, but it's something extraordinarily interesting to watch, and we will be all over it. Absolutely. Reconciliation, government funding, raising the debt limit. These are all three things that you're going to hear us talking about quite a bit in the coming days and weeks. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.